everyone. Welcome to the Wised Up Podcast presented by Wyzetta Community Ed. I'm your host, Zach Nelson, and today I'm joined by Matt Myers from Traverse Counseling and Consulting in St. Louis Park. Matt has a passion for helping couples through their relationships and helping parents support their families, and today we're going to hit on both of those things. Matt, how are you today? Uh, I think I'm, you know, like many parents and uh, many families out there are a little anxious about the future and certainly um, uh, a little anxious about my new role as uh, um, kind of homeschool teacher too. So, <laughs> you know, with the anxiousness about the future, I'm, I think I'm, I'm in a similar boat as a lot of people, Zach, and I imagine you're, you know, you're in that place too. Yeah, we've gotten similar feedback from everyone so far that uh, it's, it's an adjustment for everyone. And I think, you know, it's, it's important to remember we're only a couple weeks into this. So I think it'll continue to be adjustment as long as this goes. But um, I, I also hope people can cut themselves a little slack with all of this. We're going to touch on a, to- a couple of different topics today. Um, the, first, the first area is uh, managing isolation um, or quarantine, whatever word you want to use to describe this, managing that with your partner, your spouse, um, and managing that as a couple. And then we're going to touch on the parenting aspect of this and try to help people navigate through that. So one thing that Matt really focuses on in at Traverse and in some of the blogs that they've written there is, is communication in any relationship. It's definitely a key to a successful marriage um, or relationship in normal circumstances. How how is that importance magnified even more when we're isolated in our homes for so long? Well, Zach, the the stress of um, the situation we're in uh, just increases the the um, you know just it increases our um, yeah just the stress hormones and and uh, uh, can make communication with loved ones even more difficult. And so, you know, the, um, uh, the importance of taking really good care of ourselves so we can slow down our bodies, our brains, our heart, um, to be able to communicate, uh, to communicate well without defensiveness, without criticism, without um, just the angst of, the, of kind of this period that we're in. Um, uh, we're just really susceptible to getting into very, um, very uh, kind of stuck communication patterns when we're under this kind of stress. So communication and, and um, taking, taking really good care of ourselves so we can stay calm is really important because if we're not calm, our communication patterns are going to, um, you know, kind of divert to some of the... Um, uh, you know, some of our bad, our bad habits of, of communicating with people. On our last podcast we recorded, we talked about the importance of making a schedule for kids to follow. And your blog, I was a bit surprised to see it highlighted as something that's important for adults and re- people in relationships to do at, at this time. Why is creating a schedule so important during this isolation? I think one of the things that uh, that healthy couples do is they know how to uh, they know how to connect and they know how to separate. And in a time where we are, um, you know, forced into 
sort of more isolation with each other, finding ways to um, create space to, to come together and be intentional about that and create space to separate and, uh, and do things for work or for ourselves um, is, is really important. When we don't have a, a structure of going to work or, or going out with friends or um, going out to those hobbies that we do um, independent of our spouse, our partner, it's really important that we create that in our homes, a, a place, a, a time to separate and be intentional and a time to come back together and be intentional about that. Additionally, one of the things that is, um, uh, is, is, uh, is challenging is that, um, you know, we're, we're living in a situation in which there's not, there's not a set structure for us, right? We have to really, you know, we don't, we don't, um, you know, the workday doesn't, uh, necessarily start at nine and end at five if we, if we're not commuting. And so, um, without a structure, uh, you know, there's a lot of unknown and unknown can create anxiety. There's a lot of unknown in our culture right now in our, in our world right now. Um, but what we do have control over is, is, um, being intentional about the structure that we create in our own household. So as couples, one of the things that we can't, can do is sit down and, and agree upon a structure. I think one thing in there that is important is is you talked about being intentional not only to find that time to spend apart and and be on your own and have have that moment but also being intentional about having time together i think most people would say that you know i'm isolated at home with my spouse anyway like why do i need to make time to be with them intentionally can you explain that a little further I think in this new situation in which we may be um, together more often, being really, uh, really thoughtful about um, nurturing ourselves and nurturing our relationship, we may not have had to uh, think about it so much before because we may have had that structure sort of embedded in the flow of our week. Um, uh, but now with the conditions that we're living in, there, uh, there isn't that structure. And so creating that, being intentional about creating that is really important. You know, one thing I've found is that's particularly difficult being isolated at home with my wife. And, you know, it's not all bad, but it's hard to find that space to have alone time. Do you have any specific strategies to help couples create that time and space other than, you know, just having it on the schedule? Well, and it may be, you know, especially if we're in smaller homes, um, you know, it may be that we have to uh, organize our day in a way that we each have uh, access to, um, you know, separate space. And we just kind of we we um, schedule the day so that you know I'll use the dining room at this time and you use the office at that time and we'll come together in the kitchen at this time and so finding ways just to kind of orient ourselves around each other to to find ways to to kind of move through the space where we can have some independence. This is undoubtedly a really difficult time for everyone to navigate. It seems like that pressure from the outside world, whether it be um, news stories about the virus or, or anything like that, can creep in and have a negative impact on a relationship and kind of overwhelm people. And 
do you do you have any yeah. advice on how you would help people navigate the kind of the noise from the outside world um, if if we are constantly dialed into that we are not our and even our um and that can have a huge impact on our relationships if we're always in that kind of um reactive place to to stress um, so really being intentional about the, uh, the amount of news that we're consuming and then the sources that we're consuming it from. I also really believe that if there is um, uh, values or, or religion or faith or something that helps ground you in a, in a, um, in a reality that's, that's, um, that's bigger than, you know, just this, this, you know, what's happening in our, in our news, leaning into that and trusting that, um, you know, what's happening can be all consuming and, and very, very, um, you know, really activate our fear. Um, and, and fear is a very, very powerful driver of behavior. But we see that, I mean, I believe that's a big part of what's going on uh, at Costco, you know, right now with people buying loads and loads of toilet paper. That's a, that's a fear response. All right, switching gears now. Parenting is hard enough without a global pandemic. Um, now here we are. One thing I think about a lot is how transparent and unfiltered kids tend to be with this virus and, and other things, anything in life really. As parents, how do you recommend they navigate striking the balance of being honest but not causing that fear with what's happening in the world around us? Well, this is where this is where parents, I think, um, us managing our own anxiety about this, and showing kids how to lean into our values. Um, so, when it comes to uh, kids talking about the, um, you know, all the all the losses and all the um, all the things that are happening in our world that are causing fear, um, I, I think it's important to to validate and acknowledge that they're there are some big changes that are happening. Um, but this is where we also get to lead out of our values and, um, and, and model that. Um, um, you know, right now we've been uh, spending a lot of time talking about our neighbors and, and calling our neighbors and showing our kids that this is how we're gonna get through this by being in it together with our neighbors. As hard as it might be, um, this, this is how we're going to move through this. So showing kids that, um, yeah, there, there are big changes afoot and then, and then defining your values and leading out of them, showing them how do you, how do you lean into your values at this time where, uh, where there's so much change going on. Being on the same page as your co-parent is important all the time. Why is it even more important when navigating this sensitive subject? There are ways in which um, if, if we're not clear with kids uh, about some shared messaging, it's, it's going to create confusion, um, chaos, anxiety for our kids. And so as, as much as we can figure out what are the, what are the, what's the differential in, in how we're seeing this thing and how do we manage that and convey that to our kids in an aligned way? Um, if we don't, they're, they're uh, you know, left in some way to try and figure out and piece together a, uh, a, tr a truth that is um, 
you know, it's kind of, um, you know, mom's truth, dad's truth to try and figure out, okay, what's, you know, what is the truth if they're not getting clear and straight um, uh, aligned messaging from each parent? So let's fast forward. Let's pretend it's mid-May and hopefully this is not the case, but let's pretend it's mid-May and you've been stuck at home with your partner or kids for two months now. What sort of pep talk would you give that person? I'm certain that I would be, uh, uh, I may be feeling pretty depleted. Um, I think those are really important times where if, if parents are on the same page, really needing to lean into each other for support, um, because at that point we're, we're likely running on fumes and we may need to reconnect with kind of our, kind of ourselves, kind of our spirit and our, our, our values and um, what we believe. And I think that's what I'd focus on. What, what is it you value and how are, how are you, how are you living what you believe and where are you getting stuck right now? Um, we want to be really careful that we're not leaning on our kids during this time um, for their care and their empathy, but we want to be careful that we're not leaning into them for support, that they're not feeling as though they have to um, uh, fill that uh, kind of area where we feel um, empty. Um, so leaning in, leaning into other adults too, but helping people reconnect with their values and their spirit and who they are. Um, reminding them of their um, spirit to overcome, you know? So I think that's kind of where I'd focus my energy in terms of helping people uh, stay motivated in a really, really stressful period of time. So, you know, we've only been at it for a few weeks, but do you have any um, fun things that you found at home to do that you might want to pass on to everyone in terms of keeping themselves and their kids entertained? Um, if you have Legos at your house, there are infinite things that you can do. We had, um, uh, we had our boys, uh, create a, a board game with Legos and, and they just got really creative. Uh, I think, uh, craft projects, just pulling pulling stuff out and making cards for neighbors, and particularly people who are elderly and maybe live alone in your community. Um, again, here's a place where you can you can tap into your values to get creative about um, uh, how to spend time and how to be together. Um, uh, one of the things um, you know in our household, music is an important uh, part of our household. So. Um, uh, you know, it's, uh, independent music time, but, um, we're going to, you're going to write, we're going to write a song together. Kids can be incredibly creative, um, if we give them time and space to do that. Uh, I would caution people to be careful about how much, uh, computer and, and video game time and social media. Cause again, the, especially with the social media, we may get lots of kind of fear-based messaging, um, uh, but be careful about that. There's a lot that we can do if we just give a little bit of direction. Yeah, I think family activity outside, going for a bike ride. We've done a few bike rides. Um, go for a hike. Just get out into nature. Um, that's one of the things I've really appreciated, just seeing families 
out together. Uh, one of the one of the blessings of this of this time, I think, is that we have stopped our you know our kids' activities and it's created time and space for us to do things together. Um, and as difficult as that can be with teenagers, um, sometimes it's also it's also been in some ways a, a bit of a blessing. Matt, how can people get a hold of you if they have any questions or um, want to reach out for any advice? Sure, uh, call us. Um, Carolyn answers the phones and she can get you to Michael, myself, Chris or Callie, um, our therapists who can, uh, who we're really here to help parents figure out how to navigate, whether it's kids with mental health challenges or if it's, um, uh, if it's just how do I get through this period of time? Um, you can call us. We um, uh, right now we're doing uh, we still we're doing in office uh, counseling and consulting, but we're also doing um, telehealth support too. So um, using a, a a platform like Zoom uh, to support parents. So if we can be a resource to you and and help you navigate this period of time, whether it's um, helping you identify the right structure for your family during this time or um, just supporting you so that the, your, your, anxious, your own anxiousness or discouragement, um, that you can work through that so that your, your kids aren't absorbing that. Or if you've got a kiddo who's really, really struggling and you're not sure how to support them and, and lead them through that, whether it's depression, anxiousness, you know, fear, whatever it is, we're, we're here to support you. TraverseCC.org, T-R-A-B-E-R-S-E-C-C.org, phone number 952-595-5967, and you can email them at info at TraverseCC.org. Um, please get a hold of Matt, or you can reach out to us, and we'll get you in touch with him as well. Zach, thanks for, thanks for the invitation. I really appreciate it, and look forward to connecting again soon. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Matt. Appreciate yeah. it. Thanks, everyone, for joining. Please subscribe to and review our podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. We are now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, along with other places. If you haven't done so already, check out our blog on the Community Ed website. We'll be posting daily with ways to keep you and your family busy at home, along with just trying to provide you with some entertainment. And speaking of entertainment, follow our Facebook page for activities and other ways to keep this thing moving forward. We'll be back on Friday and we're going to try to have some fun on the show. Thank you for listening to the Wised Up Podcast. Stay safe, stay positive, and we'll talk to you Friday.